Welcome to the Soulful Dish Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things health and wellness. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Soulful Dish. Today's podcast, we're going to be discussing some topics and tips, I should say, on back to school for the 2019-2020 school year. Can you believe that I'm actually even saying it, 2020? Right. That feels so so different just saying that. So this is a topic. Hey, everybody. Yes, this is a topic that Tanisha and I are both excited and passionate to talk about because we are both educators. We work in the school with children. Um, and we've been doing it for quite some time. And even before I became an educator, I've been working with children literally since I was 13 years old. So we have a lot of experience behind what we're bringing to you today. <laughs> right. So let's just jump right on into it. And we do want to let you know that we are, again, on location here at Starbucks, which they do have vegan and allergy-friendly options for those who like to come to Starbucks. So we just let y'all know that they can um, accommodate you here at Starbucks, right? Yes, yes. So where should we start? It's so much we want to get out today um, about topics on back to school and tips we want to share with everyone. Yeah, guys, listen. We, I know you're probably doing your last minute shopping. Mm-hmm. You're getting your baby's school clothes and shoes and you're getting those um, supply lists filled and, and just trying to prep for a fresh new year. Right. We want y'all to be excited about the transitions that your, your babies are going through. Because we, we do understand too that as they transition, as a whole family, we're transitioning mm-hmm. together. And so Felicia and I wanted to kind of touch base with you all on some of our thoughts as you prep for your little ones to go back to school. Right. Now, you know, in the, the recent years, we've seen a trend in, in bullying mm-hmm. and mass shootings and school shootings and increased rates in, in suicide. Yeah. Um, not just in African American african-american communities but in the world at large and these these things have to be stopped we have to rid ourselves of these epidemics but in order to do that you know i feel like for every um action for every reaction there's an action Uh am i saying that right Hold for on. every action, for there's, every a action there's a reaction. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Felicia, for helping me out. I messed up a quote, y'all. <laughs> but for every okay. action, there is a reaction. And if we have a problem, we need mm-hmm. to be able to identify the source mm-hmm. of those problems. So Right. And it's important yeah. to get to the root of That's right. And I feel like that's what we're doing today with our tips that we're bringing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Getting to the root and offering solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that that comes to my mind and that concerns me is that a lot of times we think that minor issues that we're experiencing in our homes mm-hmm. only affect us mm-hmm. in the homes right. but issues that are not addressed in the homes become the problem of the communities right that's true so it's not just your business it becomes our business too absolutely it affects us too and so guys there's so many things that we can that we can touch on but we'll we'll kind of keep this conversation just a little limited 
you know, there are, I want Felicia to read something out of this book that she's reading, which has been very, very insightful and powerful. I want her to read this excerpt that, that right. she's come across. Right. And I have a book here. It's called Nutricide by Dr. Layla Africa. I have several of his books. You said Nutricide. Nutricide, just like homicide or suicide. Um, homicide is the taking of a life. Suicide, taking your own life, but nutricide is taking the life of a person through their diet. So I am, I'm telling you, I'm a fan of his. I appreciate and, and admire his work. I'm thankful for him and his work. What's his, his name for again? Dr. Layla Africa. Layla Africa. The name okay. of this particular book is Nutricide. And basically, he's talking about what we should do as a community um, in order to improve our lives, our health. Um, and how we are under attack as black people, as African people. When he says African, he means black. Just like you're not, that mean you over there in the, on the continent, you could be right here, you're still African at the end of the day. So that's what he says in the book. And, and I can definitely agree with that um, because at the end of the day, we're all looked at the same. Whether you're here, you're over there in Africa, whether you're over in Europe, and you, if you're a black person, you're considered the same as any other black person. Do you get what I'm saying? I know yeah. a lot of times, People try to differentiate themselves. Oh, I'm Jamaican. Now we're the same at the end of the day, and that's right. what he says in this book. So all of us are the same. Yeah, we're the same in that regard. We're looked at as all being the same. Is what he says as well. So what he says in the book um, here, when he talks about children, um, I'm gonna read this part. He says the child's mind and behavior is destroyed by MSG, found in fried foods, fats, and Chinese foods. MSG can cause heart problems, brain and nerve damage, infertility, bone damage, and etc. Added to this, aspartame, such as NutraSweet, um, can cause brain tumors, seizures, constipation, tiredness, and cloning in children and adults. He goes on to say that the public schools, the books in the public schools, they promote um, junk food, cooked food, and a high white sugar diet. I'm going to skip down to where he says that the American Academy for Pediatric reports that the average child spends more hours watching television than he spends in school. Wow. Now we at school from like 7.45 to 3 o'clock and he's spending more time, children are spending more time than that watching TV. Ooh, that's okay? horrible. He goes on to say the child eats a sweet snack for every two hours of television viewing. Then we want to get to this part right here, the African American child watches more television and eats more sweets than the Caucasians. Children, especially in poverty and so-called minority children, African-American, eat more junk food and fast food, sodas and snacks than poor Caucasian children. The majority of African children and 22% of Caucasian children do not eat breakfast. They usually eat a snack junk food. Junk foods are nutrient deficient and addictive and do not have natural B-complex vitamins. He goes on to name all the different vitamins that we need, that the brain needs in order to function. He goes on to talk about junk food and um, processed food and how it does nothing for us. It does nothing for our bodies, does nothing for our health, so it certainly doesn't do anything for our children. And my thing that I try to get people to understand that I preach all the time is that our diet, what we eat, is important, not just as adults, but it's especially important um, for children and the elderly. But since we're talking about back to school, we want to focus on the children today. And I want to stress to the parents because, at the, um, I've, like I said, I've worked with children since I was 13. And when I began working in the schools, for sure, you know, the children, 
a lot of them could just come to school they don't have breakfast now when i worked in daycare you know they would feed them breakfast that was kind of mm -hmm. like included because sometimes they would get there so early but you know children when they get to school they don't they don't come already have eaten breakfast you know some of them their parents are probably not even home when they leave for school yeah. some of them parents are not even home when they come back from school so these kids spend a lot of time alone or without the supervision of an adult okay right they may be older kids or some other kids there but they don't have adults there saying hey now you can't have that uh snack cake you need to go get you some fruit go get you some water you to have enough juice so they don't have that so they're eating a lot of junk food they laying around watching tv and even if it's not watching tv they're spending time on the computer or their game so they have a lot of time where they're just being idle. They're yeah. not getting a Lots of kids have social media accounts. You have right. Snapchat, and right. your Facebook pages. Right. And so their children are definitely more engulfed, right. I think, in screen time and, right. and being plugged in. Right. Um, but you know, a lot. what I find too is that kids often emulate the behaviors of the adults yeah. around them. Yeah. And so how often are we plugged into our, device, our yeah. devices and not giving the attention to our kids that they deserve. Right. Um, right. And then expect for them to be unplugged. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's counterproductive. True. Yeah, we do. We we must be the example for the children. And he um I'm gonna go back to the breakfast and, and the lunch. You know, he's this is just a snippet. He talked about so much in this book, but it's important that we get the nutrients that we need. When I'm at the schools, working in the schools, and I see what the children bring for lunch, a lot of it is warm uh, microwave dinners, stuff that you just buy already prepared from the store and you just have to heat it up. A lot of it is fast food. And I'm not gonna be, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just be honest with y'all, because when it comes to children, I, I can't sugarcoat anything. I don't see how in the world a parent can give their child leftover Popeye's chicken. Like who, who really wants to eat that? You know, really? You left up with Popeye's chicken? But you know what, Felicia? And I'm, I want to interject right there. Go ahead. You know, because I am a mom. Now, we don't do leftover Popeye's. <laughs> but I can definitely understand the struggles of a working mom mm -hmm. and that mom being more yeah. concerned, maybe not about nutrition, mm -hmm. but just in providing something to mm -hmm. their child mm -hmm. and it can be quite daunting to get up and go to work especially like if you're a single mom and mm -hmm. I'm not a single mom but mm -hmm. you know it's hard for me as a married you know mom who works and who do have support mm -hmm. but it can be quite daunting to to juggle all that life right right all of life that's you know that that it puts on you right and to some, you know, I think for some moms, they're thinking Popeyes is is it's food on your stomach. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I think that we we definitely should be more intentional about mm -hmm. what our kids are putting into their bodies. Absolutely. And say, you know, for some parents, they feel that I'm providing a meal for you, and that's mm -hmm. good enough mm -hmm. because there's a kid somewhere who don't even have that. Mm -hmm. And so, and I'm I'm pointing mm -hmm. this out because. I'm sure that we have some viewers out there that are saying, well, what about me? I can't afford to, to do what you're doing and, and scrutinize all these food labels. Mm -hmm. And I don't have time for all of that. I got to, I have to get, get to work or I got to get, you know, I got to get this money and, and mm -hmm. make sure my baby can go on that field trip. Mm -hmm. So there's so many things that we concern ourselves with the, the just the day to day 
task of mm-hmm. life. Right. And so, but I, I definitely think that you can start to implement mm-hmm. some changes by being intentional. Even if you're not scrutinizing the food label. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can definitely present healthier options. You can get some fresh apples. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to read the labels on the, on the bag of apples. You can get a bag of oranges. Um, of oranges. Um, you can decrease the amount of sugar that's in your ca- that you have in your cabinets. Right, that's and so, true. And and I appreciate you pointing out that the parents, you know, they they're busy. They're trying to get things on the table. I think from my um, where I was coming from is that I see a lot of parents that just say, I just don't like to cook. <laughs> I don't want to cook, you know. Mm-hmm. And I try to get them to understand, you don't have to in a lot of cases. You could still get healthy food, like you shared about the apples. You don't have to cook an apple, you know. You might have to slice it up, but they you could still just bite that, you know. You don't have yeah. to cook a banana. You don't. Those are foods that you don't <laughs> yeah. have to prepare that are healthy. So I definitely appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, people are busy, you know, which yeah. they are. And I'm busy. I don't even have any children, so I can only imagine how hectic it is when you have another person that you're responsible for. It's, and um, you know, and people aren't just busy because they want to be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we busy because we have to be. Yeah. Like if I don't, a man that don't work, he don't mm-hmm. eat. Is mm-hmm. what the, how the saying goes. Mm-hmm. If you don't have as much support as the next person, you ain't. You ain't. You're not out there trying to climb the corporate ladder because you want to feel successful you're right. climbing a corporate ladder so that you can be able to afford better housing right or to afford um just basic necessities we're not even talking right. about you know affording name brand clothing and shoes and things like that or a better ha- or a fancy house but for some for some working moms and sometimes working dads it's, i know some single um fathers who are trying to juggle it all sometimes mm-hmm. people just want a safer neighborhood it may not even be the best house in the block but right they're working hard and they're busy because they gotta be y'all some of y'all are busy because you gotta be right it, and in that i say i definitely feel that's where we can come in with our tips like hey yeah you may not be able to have time to cook a x y and z type of dinner but here's some quick and easy healthy meals that you can have for the children such as the fresh fruit and even if you don't have time to cut it you can go to Publix I know they have fruit already cut and there are several different things if you just take your time on the aisles of the grocery store or um, I would say even go on Pinterest um, and they have resources available there but um, I definitely want to stress the importance of giving our children our children black uh, African children um, healthy food so they can get the nutrients that they need because I've read many different things such as in Nutricide and other books to where what the children eat affects their behavior it affects their confidence it affects how they look which in terms affects their confidence um, it affects their energy and their ability to sit there and sit down and pay attention in class you see what I'm saying wow. so I really that's why I'm so passionate about making sure parents know the importance of feeding your child a healthy right. meal, healthy meals and snacks, and the um, the I mean, basically how destructive stuff like chips and sodas and other types of processed food and junk food really are, especially for children. Right. If it's bad for us, imagine how bad it is for a developing child. You get what I'm saying? Right. 
So yeah, that's that's my passion. Um, that's that's my goal in life because I've seen so much of what children eat and these horrible foods that they have on the shelves. They package them and make them um, kid friendly and and make them to entice children. So when you in the store and your child sees this, yeah, they probably go, Mama, come come on, can I get that, please? You know, and the mom just say, Yeah, go on here. You know, maybe mm-hmm. the mom might say no at first, but then she say, Go on here. You know. It, you know what? Because sometimes these babies, they so sweet and cute. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. <laughs> when my kids looking at me and asking if they can have that cookie, mm-hmm. sometimes it's it's hard to <laughs> say no. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, you know, when, you know, here you say this. In, in lieu of all things health, mm-hmm. I think diet is important yes. to consider um, in terms of how to be prepared in having a great school year. Mm-hmm. Um, not just diets. We talked about we talked about that screen time, right? Um, and I want to touch on that a little bit too, because yeah. um, clearly some of the the school shooters aren't shooting up schools because they had cookies, <laughs> right? 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 <laughs> and not apples. Our point in saying all this too is just that there are so many different reasons of why kids are not functioning and are, are struggling um, I think academically and socially mm-hmm. um, in this world and diet just happens to be one of those many things right. I know with screen time a lot of kids a lot of parents don't control what their kids are taking in right. on a regular basis that's true um, if you, you know if your kid is one of those kids that have those tablets and always plugged into what's on TV. Parents, we need you to be creative and find some things that they could do for fun. Right. Um, or some things that you can do together as a family that does not involve screen time. Right. Um, you can, people, I don't see children playing outside as much as... Me either. As, uh, as we used to. I, I remember being outside. We would be outside until the light, street lights would come on and we knew that was, that's when it was time to go home. Right. But... I will say Kids don't ride bikes or yeah. do skateboarding as much as they used to be. I agree with used that. To I do. have to tell you that when I was a child, now I will say this <laughs> in all honesty, I do believe that climate change is real. <laughs> it was not this hot. I do not recall it being this hot. I remember it being hot just like hot. this. When I was a child, you step out the door these days and I feel like I break into a sweat. But when I was a child, I used to be out there all, <laughs> all mm-hmm. day, every day. But it really is hot. But... I don't, like you said, I don't. Even in the evening times, I don't see kids. Like, riding around the community, I don't really see children out like I used to. You know what I like to do? I like to let my kids go outside and play, and mm-hmm. then we go knock, a, go across the street, street and knock on a neighbor's door mm-hmm. and ask if their kids can come out and play. Really? Because I want to see kids outside. Yeah. And I want my kids to know the kids across the street yeah. and next door and down the street. Right. We go knocking on doors asking if kids can come out or we'll have little... You know, like some nice, cool goodies since it's hot and mm-hmm. it's summertime still. You know, we we offer, you know, like to share. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a good opportunity for my kids to unplug and to get right. fresh air and to meet new friends. And, right. And also, it gives those other kids an opportunity. Yeah. So that way, too, their parents are working and they can't really govern what their kids are doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they they will trust me to help help right. support them right and that right i want to touch on something felicia about what we're doing as as parents as a community mm-hmm. to make sure our kids are healthy 
in their minds. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, we know that diet plays a part in your mental health. Mm-hmm. But what are things that what are things that you are seeing in the babies that you teach every day? Mm-hmm. What are you seeing in terms of the healthiness of their minds? Well, I feel like when the children that I work with and have worked with over the years, they're experiencing a lot of trauma, but they don't have a lot of support. They're experiencing things going on inside the home or surrounding the home that are way beyond their control, of course, because they're innocent children. So I feel that parents need to be more involved. Ask your child, how's it going? Spend some time or do an outing or do um, something fun like baking some cookies together. But I find a lot of times, yeah, the parents are tired. Yeah, the parents got to work. Yeah, you got to provide. Yeah, you got to do this. Yeah, you got to do that. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm just speaking on myself. I'm an advocate for children. Yes, I know people always say, as they always say, children they ask to be here. So I feel like it's unfair to them that they have to deal with certain issues and then turn around and not have any support. Okay, yeah, my mama always gone, but can I at least have one day at the week or one day at the month where we do something together? Because I feel like that builds a relationship where children are comfortable talking to you saying, hey, so-and-so touched me. Hey, so-and-so been picking on me for the last such and such. And I feel this way about it or it makes me feel like I don't want to be here anymore you know what I'm saying because yeah. I hate to see children so young take their lives and I'm not blaming the parents for that but at the same time it makes me wonder like dang I feel bad because did this child not have someone to talk to right. or? but see here's a reality and I don't mm-hmm. mean to cut you off Felicia all, all, all of our parents not gone all day and working all day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some of our parents just don't think about mm-hmm. their really think about what their role is mm-hmm. in their child's healthy mm-hmm. uh, overall health. Right, 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 right. That's true. Because there are things that you can do. Let mm-hmm. me tell you, it, I don't care how busy you are. There mm-hmm. are some things that you can do to affirm mm-hmm. your kids. Yeah. You can, if you see your kids in the morning, you can you can tell your babies mm-hmm. to have a great day. You right. can tell them that they're smart. Mm-hmm. You can tell them that they're kind. Mm-hmm. You can tell your kids, look, I'm about to give you a quote. <laughs> out of the movie <laughs> you is kind what is <laughs> it you is smart you is kind you is beautiful <laughs> but no seriously there are things that you can do to mm-hmm. pour into your children to mm-hmm. contribute to a healthier mind right you know and I think that's why we have a lot of this bullying and the school shootings and the suicide and mm-hmm. kids not feeling like I can go to my mom right if right. you're not even speaking encouragement at the start of the day mm-hmm. you can't expect for them to have some longevity mm-hmm. um, or sustainability and, mm-hmm. and quality thinking throughout mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the, we, I have a rule, an unspoken rule, mm-hmm. that in the mornings when I drop my kids off in the carpool line, we're not arguing, we're not having meltdowns. Mm-hmm. If we're having a meltdown or a situation, we're going to talk about that because mm-hmm. a lot, I don't want you starting your day mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do a lot of screaming and yelling. And, and I'm human. Mm-hmm. The times I have done it, right? I want to make that right before you get out of that car yeah. because I need you focused that day. Yeah. I need you to go into school knowing that no matter what's going on, yeah. that you can have a good day anyway. Right. So, again, it goes back to being intentional, I mm-hmm. think, too. Um and even in the mornings, I make my kids speak affirmation of their own lives. Mm-hmm. You have when you after you brush your teeth, you have to quote the affirmations that's on the mirror. Mm-hmm. You right. have to speak life into your own self. That's you have to know that you're smart. Oh, you know, because I may not always be around to be able to remind you mm-hmm. of that. 
Or I'm hoping that when I'm not around, mm-hmm. that my words will have a lasting impression on you. Right. Or and that your own words right. are able to hold you together. And I know time is ticking down, but I do want to point out that I'm glad we're having this conversation because it shows the side, and I should have pointed out earlier when we first came on that, number one, uh, as we all know, I don't have children, but you have children. So mm-hmm. you share from the point of being a mom and an educator, and also the fact that we both, even though we both are ed- educators, our demographics are different. You work yeah. in a different setting than I do. So I see a lot of things that I'm coming from it with my experience from the things that I see in my job. And then you're sharing things that as a parent that you experience and things that I may not understand as a person like, well, why is this happening? They could do this and that. But you're sharing the reality of parenthood, which I appreciate that as well. So I feel like we're sharing all yeah. both sides of this thing. Right. Because um, we're, we're a team. Mm-hmm. It right. doesn't, it's not right. just the parents responsible for making sure these babies get what they need. Right. Teachers like you are imparting this to these kids just the same, Felicia. Sometimes... Mm-hmm. More, maybe even more than the parents. Right, and I feel like it's, por- it's important for um, parents and teachers to have a good relationship so that we can understand what may be going on that we don't know about behind right. the scenes, you know? Because um, I've had situations where things have happened and I'm like, okay, this child, this lady don't never bring this child to school. I'm sick of this. But, <laughs> but I don't know why this is happening. So it's up right. to, you know, we have to communicate with one another. Like, she may be having car trouble. She may be having something serious going on. But we need to get to the bottom of it so that we can help the child be successful and um, and, and have a good school year and a, a good school experience. That's you know? right. That's right. So, yeah, I, this subject is so deep. We didn't, um, we got to still get to the proper bedtime part. It's so deep. We probably might have to do another one. Do you think? Yeah, let us know what you guys think yeah. in the comment section. Yeah. Or you can email us or put it on our on our Facebook page or Instagram right like tell us what you think about this topic especially those of you out there who do have kids and what you're noticing Mm -hmm. you know I I always say teaching goes way beyond the classroom Mm -hmm. and you cannot wake these babies up and send them to school and think that they're only uh, restricted to learning in that classroom they have to learn life skills at home Mm -hmm. they have to learn what it means like um, self-awareness awareness of self at home yeah Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not just teaching, we're not helping them just with homework, y'all. Right. With that math and that science and, and that English. Right. We need to help them to know what it means to believe in themselves. Because mm-hmm. a healthy kid, a kid that's healthy mentally and who believes in themselves is mm-hmm. not going to bully another kid. Right. And Let, please share mm-hmm. the one you, the we were talking before the podcast, you were saying about the lady who put the um, affirmations on her son's pencils and how that helped him. Yes. I, I was looking at something on social media uh there was a, a mother who had actually purchased a pack of pencils mm-hmm. for her son. She purchased pencils for the classroom, but she also purchased pencils for him to have personally. Mm-hmm. And she took the time on each pencil to write something to affirm that child. And some examples were, you are great, or you are smart, or I love you, mm-hmm. or have a good day, mm-hmm. you are kind. Wow. And when the classroom had a shortage of pencils on that partic- on the particular day. Um, and she asked for students to share pencils that they had. And he offered to share some of his pencils. Mm-hmm. And when she looked at the pencils, she, the teacher saw those affirmations. And it, it was very empowering for her. Wow. That, hey, you know, maybe this is something I can incorporate into my classroom and, and remind students of their worth 
every day. Right. It was a small, what well, seemed to be such a small gesture. Mm -hmm. Those those are seeds planted, y'all. Yeah. That can manifest into something so much greater. Absolutely. Just like you have bad seeds, you put in the ground. You can put you can plant some good seeds and reap. Right. Um. Some some great benefits and just supporting your kids. It, just the little things. Right. Nobody's too busy to to remind too busy for their kids to remind them that they're loved. It, you know, you may not write notes on a pencil. Maybe you can leave a note in the lunchbox. Yeah. I know I love to leave note, little yeah. notes in my baby's lunchbox. The first, I think the first phrase they learned to read was I love you. Oh. And so it, it always meant so much to me when they would get in the car and say, Mama, I got your note today. Oh. Uh, those little things, kids don't forget that, y'all. And they feel good about themselves. And that radiates from them mm -hmm. onto their peers. Right. That reflects right back onto their peers. So, like I said, what you do at home, it matters to this community. It matters for, to the world. Right. That's, what you're doing in your house. Absolutely. I totally agree. This was a really good... We, we covered some good stuff and yeah. I just feel like you, yeah, y'all let us know if we need to come back and go a little bit more in depth with certain, um, some of the bullets that we touched on today because again, we're both educators and um, I feel like we have a lot to share when it comes oh, yeah. to children and preparing them for success in the classroom and beyond. And we spend a, a little bit more time with your children than you do. Yeah. And, and that's no dig at you as a parent, it's mm -hmm. just the reality of it. And so, you know, we want to see, we want to support you in making sure that your child has everything that he or she needs to be successful. Right. We want to be pillars of strength in, in, in your lives as mm -hmm. well. Yes. So thank y'all for joining us today. Please catch us next time right here on the Soulful Dish podcast. This concludes today's episode. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Soulful Dish. For the latest in health-related news, follow our blog post at www.thesoulfuldish.wordpress.com. You can also follow us on our individual handles. That's why you can follow me, your girl Tanisha Foster, at Chop Friendly for allergy-related education and resources. To follow the vegan goddess herself, Miss Felicia Carter, be sure to follow her on Instagram at The Vegan Creatures.